I, I kind of have this vision of just not telling you. And then you just mentioned me like, are you in Vegas? Right? Yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm in your room. <laughs> and you come back, I'm just sitting there like with a pipe. We fit the fittest minds with the chip inside. I can link and digitize that which prior to this was higher than science could ever devise. This is a neural interface. We're gonna stick it in your face, fill it in your brain and interlace. There's an arms war on, and we're gonna win the race. Leave everything a race, bring the base. Welcome to Dangerous Minds, where we delve into the minds of biohackers and grinders and take a closer look at the tech being implanted and developed by this community. Uh, first, we want to thank our sponsors, Dangerous Things, who delivers custom gadgetry for the discerning hacker and biohacker. So check them out at DangerousThings.com. If you or your organization is interested in sponsoring the efforts of the Dangerous Minds podcast, please feel free to reach out to us at DangerousMinds.io or you can email us at info at dangerousminds.io, and we'll be glad to talk to you about it. So we've recently acquired a new URL for an open wiki dedicated to biohacking, grinding, and implantable technology. This domain name is cyborg.ist, or cyborgist, uh, and submissions are open for content for which will to be hosted on this site. We're also seeing bios of biohackers, grinders, and citizen scientists for community review. Also welcome for submission are tutorials through both written guides and along with videos as well. Other content, that, such as tech reviews, may sub be submitted. Though if you do have a product that you'd like someone from our team of volunteers to look over, feel free to email us at info at cyborg.ist. For those hosting an event or a conference and wish for it to be covered by this wiki um, and also added to our Google Calendar, just email us again at info at cyborg.ist. So you might be wondering, where have we been during you know, spring of this, of this year? You might be wondering. It's been a few months since we've published some content. Though, as, as you can see, um, we've been working on a few projects here, including the Open Biohacking Wiki. Currently, we're calling it cyborg.ist. That may change in the future. It's yet to be seen. But we do have a few other projects that have been keeping us busy and keeping us from recording. Like, uh, you've been working on VivoKey, haven't you? Yeah, so um, I've been busy working with Amal, who works over at Dangerous Things. Um, everyone knows or has heard about this at this point. What Vivo is, Vivo Key is. It's uh, it's a bit under wraps at the moment in terms of what it is, what it does, where we are. But there's a group of hidden people around the world currently working to get this done as quick as possible and as well as possible. But yeah, it's killing me slowly in a good way. <laughs> yeah. And uh, I've also been working on some lock, lock picking videos for our YouTube channel. I'm hoping that you've been working on some videos as well. Could you possibly give us an idea? Yeah. So um, we've got some interesting videos coming up soon. Um, we're going to be recording some videos based on the almost not the route to DEF CON, but kind of some videos like just general stuff from what I'm taking to DEF CON, what kind of thing I'm packing. Um, there may be some early DEF CON hacks in those videos to look out for, depending on where you're staying. 
in um, in Vegas. So hopefully I won't scare anyone away, but let's hopefully get some interesting stuff done before we get there. Um, and also there's a chance that there is another video going to be filmed, which should be huge in the sense of like quite a big uh, news story, let's hope for, um, which I won't give too much away at this point, but we'll release it on our, on our page first, so you'll see it there. So yeah, there, this should be a pretty scary time to be at DEF CON with all the talk about an NFC O-Day affecting hotels around the world. I uh, don't know if you have played around with that, Mr. Love to play with vulnerabilities. Um, I have absolutely no idea what you're talking about. Well, maybe you need to Google <laughs> stuff and learn to read. Mr. NFC RFID has been busy no, I, I, and uh, doesn't know no, no what's going on. But we'll see. We'll see, what, you, we'll see what, what happens. So those of you that don't know what I'm talking about, much like uh, Cursor over here who's blinking and wondering what in the world I'm talking about, you might want to Google NFC O'Day, and yes, there is a very well-known issue with hotel keys based on NFC at this time that people have proven using this, they can just walk into any room. So yes, this is going to be a very interesting DEF CON if you happen to be staying at a hotel that uses NFC keys as its primary uh, primary thing instead of like the magnetic strip or the extremely old-fashioned copper or brass metal trinket often called as just a regular key. But yes, uh, luckily I'm not staying at one that has a, either an analog or an NFC key. It's more of a copper thing. So, but hopefully there will always be I mean, somebody in the room. The, the thing that I would say is one, if you thought you were secure before, you're naive. <laughs> And two, if you're thinking that magnetic stripes are better than RFID, then you probably need to also get with the same century that we're in. Um, your stuff is never safe. It's just <laughs> whether whether or not someone's going to go through the effort to get into your, into your place versus anyone else. I mean, even things like, you know, depending on what, what type of RFID cards are used in the majority of these hotels, um, and whether or not they can be scanned. You know, you see the work by Bishop Fox and things like that, the long range readers, you know, these things happen all the time. Hopefully we'll get some interesting video content out before we get there. Possibly show a few of these things. There. Possibly while we're there too. Um, yep. Speaking of which, uh, you're gonna be at a totally different hotel this year. Uh, I've been told that you're bringing your ball and chain uh, while well, I'm just bringing uh, cohorts in and uh, along for the ride, but hopefully you'll you'll pay us a visit so we can sit down and do some recording this year, uh, and not be nearly as bad as Flackers as we were last year. I think um, the main plan is to get as many interviews down as we can get. We really want to ramp up the video content. I know that's a shame for you guys because you have to look at our faces, but um, you know. I think video content's where it's at at the moment, and uh, I think it's sometimes a bit more interesting to look at what, what we're actually doing on a day-to-day -day thing in DEF CON instead of us just saying how this talk went or this talk went. Um, you see kind of, uh, we have to be kind of a bit careful about recording at DEF CON, 
Um, so don't expect things like wide, wide, uh, wide shots with loads of people in the background and that sort of thing. Um, obviously, we don't, we don't want to violate anyone's personal space to do that. So, but and we just lost audio. Looks like uh, he's showing that you're muted. Yeah, you might want to unmute yourself. But I'm going to go ahead and talk uh, about. Yeah, you just muted yourself again. I'm muting myself, so you can't hear yourself through myself. But he's back, and uh, yeah, including the DefCon and B-Sides Las Vegas. I will also be attending for the first time Black Hat USA. Why? No, I'm not shelling out the cash for that. That's like almost three grand. Uh, Daddy doesn't have a job. Uh, day job to speak of. Daddy's hustling, working temp, just trying to pay the bills. So, uh, yeah. Black Hat USA in their wondrous omniscience has uh, recognized Dangerous Minds as a journalistic endeavor and given us a press pass. So, yay. We get to experience everything this year and get some interviews, what have you, and also get pummeled by all the sales engineers of all the world. Ugh. Yes, it's very Let commercial. Find my things. It's a very commercial conference, from what I've been told. So, yeah. Buy everything. No thanks. I'm poor. Give me a job. I might be walking around saying, "Hey, you want my resume?" That's it. Well, that's, a, that's a good thing about these. Is I think a lot of people. Um, Almost see it as you go there to listen to the talks, and to be honest, everyone's DefCon looks looks different. But it's you get the talks on YouTube. Like I mean, it's a massive social event, so it's it's pretty good in that sense. You know, that's one of the things we learned from last year in terms of actually, you you really can't get to everything you want to get to, even if you wanted to get to everything. <laughs> you know, it's it's an insane place. They pack it out. Um, you've really got to see where you actually want to go and, and whether it's worth watching it back on YouTube at the time or uh, a bit later. And I think there's Defcon TV as well, which is which is a great thing um, for the hotels. Uh, and also online, I think you can watch some of the some of the main talks from the main tracks online. Um, so that's that's another shout if you want a bit of a break from the, the craziness. True enough, and if we're lucky, we might be able to live stream some lightning talks. If not, uh, the implant party just depends on who happens to be there and if they don't mind being on camera or not. If they don't mind it, then yeah, we might actually live stream some of that this year and uh, be able to share it with those that aren't there or not in the actual room, which might be kind of fun. But uh, other things I've been working on, I actually got to run a lockpicking village at a conference down in South Texas called Eastside's Rio Grande Valley. That was a lot of fun. Their first year to do a conference there. Uh, also, main reason why I kind of disappeared from the limelight for a bit was Eastside San Antonio, Texas. This was their sixth year uh, as a conference. But it was my first year, not as just a regular volunteer, but on staff. So that ate my time a lot. Normally, was when, that? yeah, normally when we were <laughs> here uh, recording, I was actually in a meeting uh, talking about the, the workshops and the and the 
and the villages because that's what I was coordinating as well as uh, last minute I threw together a hardware hacking village which uh, served up uh, 50 badge hacks which uh, added a nice amount of blinky to the regular badge that, that they had this year. And the weird thing is now a couple other conferences in the area are like, hey, why don't you run a village at our conference? I'm like, but, but I don't want to. It's called I don't have time. But, well, whatever. Anyway, along with uh, the normal fun of job hunting, I also have been uh, doing workshops on the side. Uh, thanks to uh, some of the stuff down in Rio Grande Valley, I made contacts with law enforcement and uh, local PD there and uh, have begun uh, doing weekend workshops where I teach covert entry, urban survival, and escape and evasion techniques to you know regular people that sign up for it, as well as law enforcement personnel specifically. So that's kind of not your normal thing to do, but... When asked, why not? I figured it you know, might be kind of fun, especially during the village down there at uh, B-Size Rio Grande Valley, uh, teaching a couple uh, federal agents from the FBI's uh, office, uh, field office, as well as uh, uh, a couple, couple of local cops freaking out about how bad handcuffs and zip ties are, as well as locks just in general. That's when they were like, okay, what else do you know? Like, uh, what do you want? <laughs> what do you want to know, buddy? Because there, there's lots of information to, that can help you realize how bad they are. So it's better, better in the end for to keep them safe as well. I mean, um, lock picking is a is a massive thing at most of these events. And I remember um, at DefCon and also at B Sides last year, uh, the lock picking village was always packed out. Um, one of the villages I'm looking forward to this year, I think, is the social engineering village. I think I think they had they may have had a village last year, but I just didn't catch it. Um, but I'm pretty sure they have one this year, um, which looks pretty cool. I know they're doing they're even doing things for kids. I think this year, um, in terms of like a kiddie social engineering, which cracks me up to think that there's going to be loads and loads of people there that um, would slowly become masterminds in the art of social engineering their way into things. Uh, and so, the, yeah, I know the, the schedule has been announced as well, which is great. So lots and lots of talks there. I think the workshops literally just went up not too long ago as well. Loads and loads of random stuff up there. And um, a new theme. So everyone needs a new theme every year. And uh, this theme is, is, what is it, 1983? Yep. Um, I, I think it's, is it a view view over it's it's the idea of just the year before the like orwellian takeover of 1984 and and how it, there is an alternative path into not going towards big brother but doing something else so it'd be interesting to see how that theme comes out in the badges and the hacking and you know, just the general stuff around the event even the artwork i like defcon artwork so looking forward to that yeah, it definitely makes you rethink uh, uh, Soylent as a nice conference diet. Some people do. I've never tried this Soylent stuff. It's basically a protein shake, but um, tastes worse. Yeah, but I remember the interview they did ages ago with the guy, and it was like it wasn't exactly the best seller of 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 things. 
I don't know if they've sorted out their their hygiene and stuff <laughs> over there, but um, yeah. I hope so, because uh, the video I saw had rats yeah. running around in the background made me go, hmm. Yeah, that's, that's the one thing. Yeah. Yeah. But anyway, speaking of uh, DEF CON, one big thing that's always big every year is badge life. And uh, the fun part about this year compared to last year, last year the badges were very analog and uh, just this rubber stamp type of thing. This year they are blinky badges yet again. Like the, you know, it's, they seem to do it every other year is uh, they do blinky or analog. So it's another Blinky year, and yet there are tons of unofficial Blinky badges, too. Uh, Dangerous Minds is actually entering into the fray of offering a badge this year. We're doing it very, very cheaply because it's our first year, which means it's going to be analog. But that will also help us uh, to then be Blinky later on. So, yeah, it's also, because it's not Blinky, it's also going to be a heck of a lot cheaper than anybody else's badge out there for the most part. But, you know, it's very little what I can tell you right now because, well, we're still trying to figure it out. And it's only June 24th. We got lots of time. No, we're actually almost done. One whole month. <laughs> uh, it's just one last big part we got to figure it out. Of course. You know, you know, the the artwork on the front of the badge is the last thing to figure out. Yeah. Oops. Needs to say, we're, there's a lot weighing into it of, one, do you, do you go dark side with it? Since it's an anti-Aurelian theme, do you say, obey your new robot overlords uh, to go along with the cyborgs leading to AI taking over uh, instead of just Big Brother taking over? Or do you take upon uh, the rebellion uh, aspect and rebel against the, this new uh, synthetic aristocracy that's taking over and controlling us? And uh, what do you do with that? Who knows? We'll see. Maybe we'll do both. It's always fun to have a little bit of variety in the mix, right? But what I can tell you is we're going for a goal around uh, $20 donation, uh, get you the badge, and a custom lanyard. The lanyard actually is coming to us from VivoKey, or Dangerous Things. You know, same, same basic company, yet uh, very different uh, aspect of it. Uh, so that'll be neat to see swag from them for the first time ever, uh, as well as... Uh, can't really tell you much more than that other than it should be fun it, it, it's got a you know, it'll have nice artwork and it'll have nice toys inside it kind of like a pinata and if you don't know what a pinata is i'm sorry i'm from texas we've got mexican influence in our culture and pinatas are paper mache things uh most often animals that uh you blindfold kids give them a baseball bat and let them beat the thing to death and candy comes spurting out instead of blood and guts like if it was an animal. Um, well, you know, we're not saying, hey, if you see us, beat us with a, with a baseball bat and candy's going to spurt out from us. Even though it might be true, that that's definitely not going to be uh, very fun for either of us, to say the least. 
Instead, inside the badge, there'll be something fun that goes along with uh, uh, the aspects of DEF CON. That's as much as teasing as I'm going to give you now. Um, other than that, you know, what, how do you learn more about it? Well, if you happen to be at DEF in Las Vegas before DEF CON, we'll be there early that Monday, the day before B-Sides Las Vegas starts, you know, probably moving back and forth between Tuscany, where B-Sides is, and Mandalay Bay, where Black Hat is, checking in at both conferences. So you might want to, you know, tweet it out saying, hey, where can I find you guys? I want to see the badges. I need the stinking badges. If you do, guess what? We'll have some on us. And, you know, maybe we'll get a beer and, uh, you know, get a badge you up and then teach you something about it. But also about Tuscany, we'll, we'll have a nice spot set up with flags from VivoKey and Dangerous Minds along with uh, that's just a market because, well, we're going to be right by the pool and that'll be kind of a, a teaser to say, hey, stop by, maybe get an implant, maybe uh, interview, you know, see what's going on because uh, this year we're going to have a little bit more open door policy and we want to talk to you. We want to see why you're in Vegas. Do, are you there for the gambling? Are you there for the booze? Are you there for the networking? Or are you actually going to try and get into some of these talks? You know, let us know. Um, we want to we want to experience a little bit more of Vegas and share some more time in Vegas as well. Though, you know, we you know, door's not going to be always open because everybody's got to recharge your batteries sometime, right? But speaking of recharging, that's where you can find us at the sandwich place. What oh, sandwich, sandwich place for life? Uh, is this the one that you have been missing for so long? If anyone is listening to this that has never been to Vegas, I don't know if, if there's any more around America, but the minute you land and you chuck your bags in the hotel, whatever, run to this place called Earl of Sandwich. And right now it's going to sound like I'm overselling it, but it is the best sandwich I've ever eaten. I actually, as I bit into it, almost like shed a tear. It was, it was beautiful. And I think over the week of DEF CON, there were several, several times where we slowly spread the word of the Earl and um, took more and more people down there. I remember one evening, I sort of like just sprang out after the evening, just laying there like, um, does anyone fancy a walk like, halfway down the strip to a Earl of Sandwich? And proceeded by 20 minutes of trying to find out if we could get it delivered. Cult of the Sandwich. <laughs> Beautiful. <laughs> yeah, you're you're definitely sounding a little bit cultish there, saying spreading the word of the sandwich. Do you have a few moments? It's so the non-believers. So I can speak to you of my <laughs> Earl of Sandwich. It's so, not the Earl way. You got problems there, buddy. You know, there you're in the wrong <laughs> country because guess what? I live just outside of San Antonio, Texas. We have an Earl of Sandwich. Well, you're just spoiled then, you know? You live I've in, waited a whole year for this. You live in London. There's not a single Earl of Sandwich in the entire country. You're in the wrong I remember, um I remember being at DEF CON and Googling whether there was an Earl of Sandwich, and it said there was one. And then when I looked on the website, it was like, oh, it closed down. I was like, you mean they just closed down the whole of, like, Europe? Just why? You know? 
that's the first place I'm going. I'll, I'll definitely live stream that sandwich. That seems silly to me. <clears throat> I'm more interested in uh, other things than that. I'm, I'd much would rather jump in the pool and cool off because I'm driving. You're flying, but I'm driving this uh, once again. And uh, this time, this time I'm actually going to have an extra phone with me set up to be able to do a time-lapse video of the drive, uh, trying to set it up at a so, certain point so I can have uh, some of the pretty landscape in there, though a lot of it's really, really boring and flat, uh, Arizona. I'm not going to say, you know, any bring out any states and, and comment on how boring it is, Arizona, or you know, some parts of uh, some other states like, you know, they should not be named, uh, New Mexico, desert, boring, flat, you know, not going to, not going to drag them through the ground and, and, you know, stamp them into the mud, but yeah, kind of boring, kind of boring. Uh, not nearly. Yeah, I don't think you got the message across there. Yeah, I think you loved it, right? Not nearly as pretty as uh, some parts of Nevada. Uh, though I think the best part of the drive happens to be either uh, seeing seeing Albuquerque through the pass or uh, probably uh, Flagstaff, Arizona, which is probably the prettiest part of Arizona to me because it, it makes me feel like I'm in Colorado, not even in Arizona. But, all I know is when I suddenly looked out the window and all I saw was just sand, and I was like, well, I must be near. Uh-huh. Uh, but you know, we should both uh, have some fun videos. You might be chasing uh, chasing your luggage around the airport w and with the time lapse, just for the fun of it. But uh, we should we should uh, get some more going than we did just the couple that last year, and at least get some freaking content on the YouTube channel because. We've had it since day one, and we've done nothing with it. Nothing at all. But, you know, with a little work, we'll, we'll get that up and running. Uh, just like uh, with a little bit of inspiration, we'll actually be able to finish off our badge this year with a, with a little inspiration. It's only a month away. You know, not really anything we have to worry about or anything. But, you know, we should have 100 of them uh, for a first run. Uh, minus the the handful that we're gonna uh, set aside for uh, us and uh, the people are gonna be staying in the DMP room, but other than that, uh, there should be at least uh, at least ninety to ninety five up for grabs, and probably gonna try and stick around that donation of around twenty bucks just to keep it cheap as it can be, but also give us a little bit of seed. Uh, to bring out the bling maybe next year. bring it, Get some blinky going. Uh, I don't know, maybe some TDSC, you know, trans, uh, transdermal. You know, could be kind of fun, but that might be kind of scary on a badge. You never know, but we'll see. We'll see what, uh, what comes of it all. You got anything else there, Cursor? Um, yeah, well, just a reminder that DEFCON is split between hotels this year. Um, if you are still looking at booking, um, it's not just at Caesars. It's also taking over the Flamingo, 
which you, if you haven't been to Vegas, is literally across the road. It's a big road to cross, but it's across there. Um, I, I, I have a feeling a lot of the main pool parties per se will be held in Flamingo because it's probably easier to uh, trash that pool than it is at Caesars. Um, and a lot of the, uh, actually some of the talks are happening over, over there as well. But I think you can look on their website, they've still got things like Bally's, Paris, Flamingo, um, Link, discounts on those sort of things. But just check it um, before you go. Especially if you want to, if you were thinking about going to the Flamingo to maybe get your time away from the con, I know a lot of people like to wind down. That's now not an option. Do not book a room in Flamingo if you want to wind down because everyone that finishes at Caesars will likely be heading over to the Flamingo. Um, so recheck that hotel and maybe book somewhere else. Especially since it's cheaper than Caesars and there's still a bridge to go, go across that main street right in front of Bally's. That's going to be very useful to me. It's, it's really not that far, even, even to the convention center. Uh, the convention center in Caesars is, it's at the back, but it's not close to the form shops. It's not that end of Caesars. So from the front door of Caesars, it probably only takes 10, 10 minutes to walk it, which is not a lot, and you're inside the whole time. So it's recommended you look maybe to a closer hotel, like on that side, the link area that is really, really good. Probably take you 20 minutes to get over there. It's just the heat. You've got to remember, you've got to stay minimal time in the heat as you can. And drink tons and tons of water. Loads of water and loads of alcohol, but water as well. Water's good. Are we going to see a return of the glowing the glowing drinks this time? Or are you thinking that, that wheeling in two kegs of unknown substance into Caesars probably wasn't the best idea of last year? Well, I... W- Definitely don't want to do that again this year. Uh, it's it was heavy. <laughs> it was a pain in the rear transporting. It was a great thing to do just for the fun of it. But and from what I was told, it made lightning talks a whole lot of fun. Though I didn't witness any of this. I was doing <laughs> implants pretty solid the whole way through. Going, boy, I'd love a beer right now. But I'm I'm stabbing people, <laughs> so beer probably would not be the best choice. Though so I did notice. Are you going to see? I did notice a few people. Is, is there uh, going to be a return of the implants? Would you say? Is there going to be a return of the implants for people? Yes, yes, there will. Want to get an implant? I'm actually bringing a lot more this year too. And speaking of which, there might be a new implant. We'll see. Uh, it's still very iffy if if they will be available, but I have already put in my order, and we'll see if uh, it gets fulfilled. Because uh, instead of only bringing, I think I had like 50 implants last year. Yeah, I, I didn't bring a whole lot, but I wasn't expecting you know a huge amount of response. Uh, this year I'm going all out. We're going to probably bring over 200 implants. So four times as many implants as we had the previous year, which means hopefully there will be more than just one person saying, uh, turn your head, stab, turn your head, stab. Please don't pass out. I wonder if there'll be a, an opportunity to do, um, I think I have an XMT around here. If we could do a, um, a, cause I mean, these, these things go like hotcakes. Um, one minute they're there, the next minute they're gone. 
maybe we could do some sort of bidding for for a charity that supports DEFCON or maybe even the EFF or something like that for for one of those tags. See if I can arrange something like that. Would be nice. That would be, that would be fun if we could uh, do benefit for EFF or hacks for kids or um, say even uh, hackers for charity. You know, all three of those are really good charities. A bid on a guaranteed um, implant and um, procedure stabbing stabbing upgrade. <laughs> That's it. Yeah, we'll see. We'll see. We'll see how things plan out. Uh, needless to say, one way or another, we're going to have a lot of implants, and we're going to start early too, which is another reason to come find us at you know at the Tuscany. If you're already in town for B-Sides and Black Hat, text us and say, hey, I'm over by the pool. Where are you at? Uh, I don't see the flags, but if we're up and running, we'll, we'll say, oh, sorry, we didn't put them out yet. We're still getting coffee. Or is it already day? I, I thought it was still 2 a.m. Uh, <laughs> let me go ahead and uh, see the sun. You never know uh, with these British guys running around. Some days, just the party never stops. You know that. <laughs> but anyway, we'll see. We'll, we'll see what happens. Uh, there should be plenty of implants for all to come out and have some fun and get your upgrade going on. And then uh, you can always bug Cursor. If he isn't actually helping implant this time, if he isn't, then he can teach you new things to do with your new toy. Anyway, uh, we definitely want to say a special thanks to our listeners for joining us today. If you want to learn more about our explorations, come check us out at dangerousminds.io for more information. While you're there, be sure to check out how you two can join the journey um, as we dive further into the tech, the, pro the projects, and the people behind them within this rapidly growing community of biohacking, grinding, citizen science, implantable technology, and network security. Please feel free to reach out to us with questions or comments. You're welcome to find us at DangerousMinds.io, or if you're on IRC, hashtag DangerousMinds on Freenode and our Facebook page, which is facebook.com forward slash DangerousMindsPodcast. And perhaps one day we might talk to you about the work and or projects you're exploring and developing. Until next week, seek the spark. Scientific progression is steamrolling, there's no preventing it going ahead. Now we're intrinsically linked with technology, biology as we know.